Stephen Abbey now with Osha on Hit 105. School holidays kick off today. A lot of people will be going away. And What If has released the most unusual things people have taken on board planes, on their hand luggage, or maybe some things that people have seen, like a toilet seat. Apparently one uh, person took on a bunch of smelly cheese. What? And the whole plane couldn't work out what was the smell. Wow. For 131060, what have you seen? We've got Andrew in the Gold Coast. Was it you, Andrew? Yeah, mate. <laughs> what did you take on? Uh, when I worked at the mines, I used to take out uh, beef jerky. I was taking uh, seven kilos of it to the boys at the mine. It's like heroin to them. Oh. I love it. Oh, what wow. is that? Why do they all like the I love jerky? a bit of jerky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, seven kilos, that's almost an entire cow. And is there, there's no dramas getting that through customs or anything there, mate? Oh, I've been pulled up on it. And, uh, yeah, got to the gate and uh, showed him. And I'm like, yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> 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 they have to. They have to get that little uh, dabber thing on it. Make sure it hasn't got any explosive powder on your on your jerky. Nah, mate. Nah, I just tried to get a kilo off me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll let you go through, but I just need a little yeah, bit. Just, yeah, uh, yeah just give us a kilo. Yeah. Apparently, they do that all the time. Uh, thanks for your call, Andrew Jerky. I'm going to call him if I need my jerky. Yeah. Uh, Chris in Greenbank. That came out way it's worse. So than, way worse than I thought it was going to. Chris in Greenbank. Uh, <laughs> what have you taken on board a plane? Okay, guys. Yeah, I used to fly Brisbane to Sydney quite often, and I yeah. took a car GPS as in a GPS navigation device. Yeah. And uh, when you're up in mid-flight, you turn the volume up, and it yeah. says in 300 metres, turn left, and <laughs> everyone's like, what? But uh, the main reason I took it was to get the top speed of the oh, air- wow. aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. To your, you know, just to save to the GPS, and then you can brag to your mates, hey, look how fast my car's been. And, uh, <laughs> That's oh, brilliant. Yeah. That's I love brilliant. it. That is awesome. Yeah, no, it was a good buzz. Just to, you know, as I said, you turn the volume up and everyone's like, does this pilot know where he's going? Or what? Yeah, exactly. Is this how they do just go, it? Oh, my God, he's going the wrong way. Do you guys think that's all right? <laughs> he's just put it into Google Maps. Uh, that's great. What was? Do you remember what the top speed was? Uh, I think it was 890. It was about a year ago now, but since wow. then I raced it. Wow. But if, if, um, just for the record, when it takes yeah. off from the runway, it's about 140, 150 kilometres an hour. So okay. just about any car could do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't know that's how fast we were going. Yeah, got right. some stats. There we go. Uh, <laughs> we got Carl and Yadler. Carl, apart from your lovely pies in that area, what have you taken on a plane? A cat. What? Sorry, what? A cat. Yeah, every week for 11 months, took my cat. Where to? Uh, Brisbane, Sydney. I had a business in Sydney and a Brisbane uh, and a business up here in Brisbane. Yeah. And I spent fifty fifty on time. So I like the cat. So the cat would go under the shirt while you, under the jacket while you went through the deep oh, system, and then he'd shove him straight in the bag, and he'd go to sleep, and we get out the other end, and all good. Are it you was serious? just a walk in the park. Oh, yeah, really? I thought... the years. The, the mouse was a very special cat. <laughs> I don't know what to say at this point, Carl, because. I mean, that's not allowed. Oh, right. obviously not. Well, that, that, put that aside. Okay, put that aside. Not, put that aside. Yeah, we, right. We here at Hit 105 cannot endorse cat smuggling, but... Uh, <laughs> <when we're... laughs> but it is Thanks. a hilarious Thanks, story. Thanks, Carl. Well done with your cat. I thought he was just taking it on board like, as a holiday. You know how they put the, the, them under the... No, the he's cat, taking it on board with him. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, that yeah. was a very illegal uh, phone conversation. Thanks for pointing that out for us, Dave. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Internet loves itself a good hashtag, and yes. there is a hilarious hashtag getting around at the moment. Hashtag the internet renames animals. And basically, it's uh, allowing the people of the internet to rename animals based on what they look like. 
uh, what their traits are like or how dangerous they are. And it is hilarious. You'll never look at the animals the same way again. For instance, every time I look at a snake now, I'm going to hear the phrase, danger noodle. Danger noodle, that's good. Danger noodle. I always like with just the sounds as well. Like I know it's very... Onomatopoeias. Yeah, onomatopoeias. So it's just a meow. Okay. Meow. Yeah. For a cat. That's not creative enough for you? What would they call a cat then? Uh, (laughs) They call a cat an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good one. Uh, uh, Tarantulas uh, have been renamed Nope. Nope. No, no way. Bears have been renamed Furry Nope. Furry what? Furry nope. Furry nope. Yep. Okay. Uh, you got the hamster is now the furry potato. <laughs> 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 see, see how it goes. Uh, I like this one. You know, llamas. Yeah. Giraffe sheep. Yes, they so are. Oh my god, they're unusual animal. Yes. Kangaroos, Tyrannosaurus deer. <laughs> uh, a zebra is now a prison pony. <laughs> I like that one. A manta ray is now a sea flap flap. <laughs> uh, seal, this one's too obvious. A seal right. is called a sea dog, but that's, you know, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. And they do sound like it. <laughs> Just discovered one. Uh, penguin, formal chicken. <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. It's going off online, so get involved. Maybe name uh, some yourself. Uh, I like this one. I'll finish up on this one. Uh, the, the camel, everyone's favorite uh, dromedary, is now called a desert moose. Yeah, I can see that. Or forest corgi for the uh, fox. Yep. <laughs> or spiky floof for the hedgehog. I can't stop. You can't stop. You Bobble can't snoot stop. for the right, uh, rabbit. The and dirty needle for the mosquito. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. We're done. Stabbing Abbey now with Osha on Hit 105. There is a very interesting competition that happened over in South Korea. And look, one of the world's most uh, wired nations, they have taken part in a spaced out competition and what it is is you go to this park and hundreds of people have competed and you sit there and you're not allowed to do anything else but sit there finally a sport i can get behind (laughs) for 90 minutes 90 minutes you're not allowed to talk Uh not allowed to sleep Uh not allowed to eat not allowed to use any electronic devices whatsoever you just need to sit so it was brought about trying to get people to uh to de-stress them Uh. they were finding that a lot of people were just wired up because our lifestyle is always like you know check your phone then try to sleep and people like i can't sleep and it's because you need to relax but so they've 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 turned relaxing into a competition. Yes, because... Which then would you not be able to relax because you're competing in it? Well, they take their heart rate. Ah. So you would have a heart rate monitor on there uh-huh. and it would be the person that's able to keep their heart rate the lowest Wow! and just not have any of the devices. I reckon it would be awesome. You reckon that would be awesome? Yes, you reckon I that would be, would be awesome? You think that would be awesome? Yes. You who needs to be surgically detached from their phone. You who can't sit through a 40-minute meeting without checking your Instagram and that's Facebook 7,000 times. And sitting... Isn't sitting is a lark. Well, if it's a competition, uh-huh. I think I would be out of Not a chance. It. Like, I went, I went without my mobile phone. I tell you, I went without my you, mobile you phone. You tell me, Missy. And talking. Yeah. And making eye contact uh-huh. for two days. Where were you at some sort of... I was at a meditation camp. Yeah. How long were you supposed to be there for? Ten, Ten days. days. When did you leave? Two, two days. Because you freaked out. <laughs> I, it's not funny, Dave. I thought that was really, that was great. It was a 10-day meditation course, which I, I thought was... I thought so it was just by that cheap. mathematics, yeah. if, you, if you just reduce that. So you were supposed to be there for 10 days. You yeah. lasted two days. You freaked out. You left. Yeah. So if it's a 90-minute competition, you'll last seven and a half minutes before you lose I don't know if that maths works out. I will compete with you. I reckon I would be able to do it. Abby, I'm surprised I've held your attention this long. 
<laughs> Just during this little chat we've had. Right. Do you remember how this started? No. No, you don't. <laughs> Done. I, I will take you on. We come, we, we're on two weeks' holiday as yes. of today. When we yep. come back, yep. we will sit. Yes. <laughs> we will sit. <laughs> we'll have heart rate monitors. Yep. No oh, devices. This is a, this and we'll is a see spectator sport. Who we're gonna, you know what, guys? We'll do we'll this at Suncorp it. Stadium. Yeah. And we'll get a crowd. They yeah. can all come and watch. This yeah. is going to be massive. <laughs> this is going to be huge. And we, you can come and watch us sit and see who sits the best. But the world's yeah. shortest competition. Well, I'm going to win. I'll win. Oh, that was confident. Oh. Stevan Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. All righty, we are down here at the CEO Sleepout, and there is a cast of thousands as the CEOs have slept out overnight. Uh, we've already chatted to a few of them, but we're joined by an ambassador for the entire thing. It's Jarrell Yao Yi. Good morning, mate. Oh, how you going, guys? We're yeah, good. good. How you feeling? Yeah, look, I um, I, I got through the night, so that's all I can ask for. Yeah. There was a couple of times where I thought a car was going to drive off and uh, crash <laughs> into me, but I thought to myself, look, you've had a good run, Jarrell, so... <laughs> <laughs> Always positive because it is. I mean, like if you walk past here, it's a beautiful, it's a nice little spot. It's an understory yeah. bridge, but to be the reality of sleeping here every night, I mean, why do you want to be a part of it? Yeah, I, I think um, I was a part of it last year, and, and last year I didn't get. To, it was at Suncorp Stadium, and I didn't yeah. get to sleep out last year, so I didn't get the full experience. I think um, you know to be able to understand what the charity's about and, and you know what we're raising money for. I mm. thought to myself, look, I have to be an ambassador again yeah. and do yeah. it again in 2016. Well, that's great. And, and I, I did it this year, and, and look, it is. It's a it's something small that we do. We sleep out rough for one night yeah. to, uh, compared to you know people that do it all the time. So look, um, very honoured and privileged to be able to be a part of this and raise the money. It's amazing. That's what we sort of said because we did it last week uh, on a Wednesday night, and it's like yeah, I mean one, it's almost like a it's like a, a sleep out party, you're having yeah, you fun, you're having a slumber party. Yeah, yeah with that, we're having a pillow fight and a lingerie. Yeah, it was just us too. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, if we spoon, is this weird? Yes. I was I was the little spoon. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, spoon, I was the little yeah. spoon. <laughs> and you know what? Spurningly, so but anyway, uh, but you're right. You, you just get you just get a taste a taste of it. But um, it is a good cause, and we've been we've been doing all sorts of stuff. We went to a, a homeless man's shelter, and and we talked to big issue people. The thing we've discovered during the course of the week is that the people that are homeless aren't the people that you would expect to be the yeah. people. That, no, not the stereotype. No, definitely homeless. not. And uh, I think a big stat is uh, there's a lot of kids out there that are yeah. homeless as well, which. I think um, for myself, I, I run a program at the Brisbane Broncos, which is with Indigenous kids, and um, to, to know that there's a, there's a lot of kids out there that are homeless, I yeah. think that's why I wanted to be a part of it, yeah. um, because I, I couldn't imagine being a young kid being out in a you know out in the world and yeah. not having a roof over your head. That it's a it's a big problem. Yeah, definitely. I have to thank you for something else that I just um, found out because when we were doing the state of origin, we went down to the camp and we were speaking to a lot of the guys, and I walked away and I was like, oh my god, I love him. I just want to hug him. And that was Dane Gay guy. He's just he's yeah, an yeah. amazing guy. Very nice. Guy. And he has just credited you for for helping him, and I mean, I guess achieving everything he did in the last game because he was fired from the Broncos, and he said that it was sort of initiative for him to to, I guess to maybe prove himself but he thought thanked you for being able to help him yeah look I was pretty lucky to you know when I was playing Origin uh Dame was sort of the, the man who stepped into my boots when I would I would go play Origin for the Broncos yeah. so yeah. um for Queensland sorry so um look everyone gets their opportunity and um you know when I talked to Dame when I was a bit younger and he was younger I just always said to him you know you just got to take your opportunities and leaving the Broncos I said to him wasn't going to be the worst thing that happened to him yeah. mm-hmm. you're always going to you're always going to um you know 
get better um, with age and look he's aged very well he's Certainly gotten a lot has. more mature look because he left the club um, you know for, for being late all the time at right. the Broncos yeah. and just little things like that mm. so he's really matured as a player and, and look a hat trick on the on yeah, uh, Wednesday know. night I mean yeah. you couldn't ask for a better thing <laughs> yeah. now they're going damn it he could have been late we wouldn't yeah. <laughs> hear that buttons Dave he got sacked for being late every morning <laughs> anyway <laughs> but, uh, it's a great thing that you're doing and uh, you've done it two years in a row no doubt you're going to be back out next year uh, always a pleasure to talk to you too Jarrell Yao Yee thank you so much for your thank time thank you very this much morning. for having us guys Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105 all right, well, under the bridge downtown as we uh, hang out for the CEO sleep out, and we're joined by the CEO of the city, I would say. <laughs> that's true, that's yeah, very he's true. He's the CEO of the city, uh, the man that gave me the keys to City Hall. Uh, it's the Lord Mayor, Graham Quirk. Good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, team. How are we going? Good. good. I have to be honest, I didn't recognise you when you came up this morning. I was like, who is this guy coming towards us wearing a beanie and a wool decked out in the whole uh, state Broncos. of origin? Yeah. Broncos. Well, that's good because I didn't recognise myself either. So. <laughs> So what was it like last night? You guys slept out here. I've spoken to a couple of people and, it, you know, I mean, Sam and I did it last week and you know when you kind of go, when you're doing it for one night, you're trying to go, oh, like, it's like camping. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And yeah. then the reality of being here with the noise and everything going on, what was it like? Yeah, well, I think that's it. You kind of get a little bit of kip where you can, but the yeah. reality is you don't get very much. Probably a couple of hours pulled me up last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, we sort of said, uh, yeah, because it is one night. It's not what people, the homeless people do every night. And we were sort of like, that was fine. It was great. But if you'd asked me to do it again tonight, I'd cry. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, the hardness of the ground. And, yeah. and, and all of our bodies, is, you know, I mean, well, it doesn't go well with hard ground, does it? No, yeah. so, um, no. but, but anyway, it is good to experience it because it brings home a sense of reality of what it would be like on a permanent basis. Are, yeah. you, are you aware more? I mean, obviously, nothing goes by in this city that you're not aware of. Are you aware more of, of homeless people? Because, I mean, Stephen, I were quite surprised at the number of people that get turned away from shelters and often they're not what we expected. We expected that it would be, you know, I guess an older man who um, maybe had alcohol, drug abuse, but to yeah. find out that there was women and children that were being turned away from shelters, we were quite surprised. Yeah, that's right. There is a stereotype yeah. That, yeah. that people have in their mind and it's quite different to that in reality. You know, you've got um, half of the uh, people that are homeless uh, are women or children. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got... Uh, Mental illness is a big factor. Like, yeah. if, for example, there are people that are homeless that could afford a house. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. But they just, mental illness kicks in. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it just doesn't work. So, so we're about trying to do the transitioning where we can too. So, mm -hmm. food vans are great out there on the streets, but what we're trying to do as a council is to say, well, we need to couple that with transitioning people into a more normalised lifestyle for those that we can work with. Yeah, it's not just giving blankets and saying, here, here's a place to sleep tonight. It's actually trying to deal with their mental illness and trying to get them, I guess, back into the system, so to speak. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. And uh, we're moving on to other things. How good was Origin? Oh, brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> I, got, I got my Origin scarf on tonight to keep have me you, warm. Yeah. You, uh, you haven't changed since the game, have you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been home since the game. <laughs> well, you got a party, haven't you? <laughs> then he, he woke up here and someone's put a seat I sleep out around me. All right, I'll run with it. That's good. Just rocking on home at the time. <laughs> well, you have to go about your day. I don't know if you're going to have a shower, so just to warn people that are going to be dealing with Yeah, no, today. he's going to work. How's that for dedication? Oh, for He's going to work. Yeah, yeah. Life, go, life of the city goes on. It certainly That's does. True. Well, good thing you've done here tonight, and always a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Have a good weekend, and uh, always a pleasure to talk. Good on you. Thanks very much, team. Thanks, Quirky. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105.
Prince William uh -huh. and his beautiful wife, Kate Middleton, went to a gala event and they were speaking with uh, some five Michelin star chefs about uh, cooking and this is a little bit of a reenactment for uh, you. I'm playing Prince William. Yes. Abby is playing the role of Kate. Yes, well, <laughs> Prince William has to do with my cooking. That's why I'm so skinny. <laughs> Hilarious. But the rule is, you can pay out your own cooking, but as soon as your partner does it, it's like, what? 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 Well, I'm not cooking oh, okay. anymore. Yeah. And that's what we want you to do right now. 13 at 1060, call up, and you can pay out your partner's cooking. And we're getting some brave souls doing just that. Craig's in Crestmead. Craig, what is it your partner does in the kitchen that you hate? All right, so I'm a chef. I usually do the cooking in the house. Right. And uh, I was out late one night, and my wife had kept some food in the oven for me to keep it hot and so I could get it when I come home. Lovely. Except she kept it in the oven at 170 degrees for about three hours. <laughs> charcoal? Yeah, I came home to charcoal. It was, it yeah. was not, not so good. No. Did you eat that charcoal? I, I tried. I did my best. <laughs> oh, uh, good for you. Good for you. I got about a mouthful in, and then right. I went to Macca's. <laughs> I think this is where I get it from because I used to always my mum used to always burn stuff and I used to just go into the kitchen and she was scraping it off right she's like oh your dad won't complain so it's a sign of a good marriage though you don't complain you've taken the time out to cook and to provide a meal for me I will eat it regardless I'll remember that James <laughs> what does your partner do in the kitchen that annoys you what she does that annoys me is that she puts mushrooms in every bit of my food She's trying to convert me to mushrooms, and I've always spotted them in everything that she tries to do. She'll chop them up into fine little pieces still, yeah, yeah. but I'll, I'll go through my potato and take out all the mushroom pieces, my gravy, I'll take it all out. I just despise mushrooms. Oh, see, I like that. It's kind of like a little kid. Like, you know, I know you say you don't like mushrooms, but I'll get you to like mushrooms. You'll like them. I'll just put yeah, it in this sauce right. and it'll be fine. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll give a grats on her try, but oh, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Well, you get to take her to the Grape Grazing by Night. It's happening at Friday, July the 8th, 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now, but it's Brisbane must-do wine social events. You can take her there, okay? Oh, awesome. Cool. Oh, there you go. You've won. You're a champion. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, We've got Brooke from North Lakes giving us a call. Brooke, what is it that your partner does in the kitchen that you hate? Morning, guys. Morning. Um, he puts um, food colouring in our mashed potato. Oh, my Why? God, that is ridiculously cute and also strange. Wait, what colour? Um, he likes pink the most, but he oh does occasionally God. the blue and green. Oh what is happening? <laughs> that is amazing. Does he just, is it just a presentation, just for a little bit of fun? No, it's just to mess with my head, really, because I can't <laughs> physically eat it. <laughs> <laughs> He's slowly best. driving you crazy. Oh, my God, I'm going to try <laughs> that, though. Why? For Why? the kids. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, kids might eat it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, you've, you've uh, given Abby something to do this afternoon. There you go. She's going to put some food colouring in, inside her Deb. Yeah. Stab it. I don't use Deb. Deb's great. <laughs> no. Deb is fantastic. You're so Scottish. <laughs> Stab and Abby now with Osher on Hit 105. And it is. It's time to give thanks. We should. We do at the end of every show. Yes, we do. We're yeah. thankful for a lot of things. We are. But some things we're just like, no, that's not right. That's annoying. <laughs> We're actually more like, thanks, but no thanks. Sorry. Same not called, oh, that's all right, that's annoying. But that's what it is, thanks, yeah. but no thanks. Because yeah. someone said to me, why do you say thanks, but no thanks? Uh, so oh. I'm trying to explain, because maybe some people out there, you're going to have to start the music again, Dave. Yeah. Oh, some people geez. don't realise that that's why we say it. I think you should. You need to improve your circle of friends. What are they? Like? It was just someone who listens to the show. Okay, well. I talk to people. <laughs> that's You do that. All right, play it again, Dave. <laughs> so... Today is our last day. We're about to go on two weeks holidays. And I do love you guys. 
I love you too, Abby. But I just have to say that I'm really happy that I uh, can miss my 3.30 a.m. alarm for two weeks. But why is it? Why is it that you feel healthy throughout the whole time you're at uh, work? Yeah. And then just when you're going on holidays, yep. you get sick. Yeah. I've woken up with a cold just on the last day. Thanks. But no thanks. That is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Music, Dave. Music, Dave. Dave? Okay. Hey there, bath bomb. You soothed my weary bones last night as I soaked my tired body in a bath with a glass of red wine and my lavender face mask. Ah, he's not even joking. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there, but I know. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying. What's wrong with that? It's just, uh-huh. keep going. What was your wife doing? But now she was out working. <laughs> but now my body is covered in glitter. I look like a vampire from Twilight. <laughs> That's bloody annoying. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105.